Hey, welcome to the Epic Leadership Podcast. My name is Chad Mitchell, and besides being a husband and a father to four wonderful children, I am also a small business owner. And I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm co-hosting with Chad. And not only am I a husband and father of two, but I am also a pastor. So we're going to talk about leadership and whether you are in the marketplace or the ministry, I think the Epic Leadership Podcast can encourage and enhance your leadership. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the August edition of our Epic Leadership Podcast. Uh, today is going to be great because not only am I joined by Chad, I am joined by the better half. <laughs> now, he's the other half. I didn't, You're not the worst half. You're just the, <laughs> the other, other half. She's the best half, man. The be- okay, good. Good She's start. The best, half. the best half. Carrie Mitchell. Carrie, welcome today. Thank you. And she is so excited to be here. Nope. Let me, I did a little bit of secret. <laughs> I don't know who's more nervous, me or her. Well, you should be because wait till you see the questions I have ready for her. We're going to find out a lot about you, but, uh, no, Carrie, along with my wife, Vanessa, they're, they're, they're behind the scenes. They get stuff done. They do stuff. And so when, when, when we put this in front of us, like, you got to be kidding me. And I don't think we said we were going to video it today. Did we trick you into that? She found out a couple days ago. I yeah. Think, the video I, I had to ask, specifically ask. <laughs> so audio listeners, thanks for listening. Video, uh, you get to actually see the expressions, but pretty, pretty excited. So uh, we've actually talked a lot about uh, just this summer series. We have guests. And, and talk about maybe some different things. And I'm excited about today's topic because my wife can certainly relate. Uh, Chad, tell us what we're going to kind of talk about with our final guest of the summer. Yeah. So this one here is going to be a little different, Bobby, than we've done in the past, just because I think a lot of times in the past, we've always talked about, you know, different ways to become a better leader and those kind of things. And I think some of the things that, that you and I sometimes may not understand is, what it's like to be married to like an Enneagram three. Um, you and I run pretty hard. And, uh, I think sometimes that's difficult coming in from a spouse side sometimes. So just wanted to have Carrie in just to, just to be able to shed some light on that a little bit. Um, I'm hoping to learn from this one, Bobby, to be honest with you. I'm hoping to learn from I'm this one. I'm hoping you learn too, man. I'm <laughs> I've got to be better. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm tired of you going on vacation and starting new businesses. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're hoping to Same. learn. Same. <laughs> okay. So real quick for, for those of you listening or watching, uh, you may hear Enneagram 3 and be like, I don't know what that is. Um, and so we're not going into the Enneagram today, uh, maybe, maybe in the future. We're talking about, that's a personality type, but we're talking about, High achieving people, um, goal driven, goal oriented people. And, and so Chad, for example, this would be a great way to kick this off because I'll never forget this conversation. I remember where we were standing, but you guys had just got back on vacation from what was it, Cancun or something? I mean, some Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Gone to Mexico. Uh-huh. Supposed to be relaxing at the beach and Carrie's relaxing at the beach. I do great at that. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Chad, though, what did you tell me about Chad? Oh, my goodness. So, like, we're at an all-inclusive, right? So, like, servers come around and take orders. And so Chad is on his phone and looking stuff up. And I'm like, what are you doing? He said, well, there's got to be a better way for us to order and, like, tip the server. Like, what if they had a scan code so we could just scan it with our phone and we could tip them that way? I'm like – Will you just look at the ocean, relax, 
read a book. <laughs> yeah. Impossible. I'll never forget when you told me that because I had two thoughts. One, my wife would be asking the same question. Two, I was actually thinking – Man, Chad, there's a business idea. Maybe we can go in on yeah. together. It's so. nonstop. <laughs> it is nonstop. Okay, Chad, but but let's talk about that. Why does your mind go that direction? I mean, we mm-hmm. laugh about it, but in all honesty, talk about what what causes that for you. You know, Bobby, I wish I knew the answer to a lot of those to that to that question. Um, I think the reality of it is, though, is that when you when you have the personality type that I have when you have the personality top very similar to yours, it's really hard to shut those kind of things off. And a lot of times, you know, Carrie, Carrie looks at this as this, as if this is, I can't believe you're doing this. Just enjoy. Well, the reality of it is, is I am enjoying, you know what I mean? That's what I enjoy doing. That's, that is how I'm built. That's how I'm wired. It's how it's always been. Um, which is, we have a excellent balance between the two of us because there are times when that actually needs to shut off, to be honest with you. And she is very good at pointing those times out to me. Sometimes – In a very kind way, I'm sure. <laughs> Most cases. But sometimes she she can't be kind about it because I don't get the I, – I sometimes may not receive the message that she's sending to me. And then at that point, she has to get a little bit more stern with making sure I turn that off. But the best answer I have for you is is that is enjoyment for me. You know, where some people may enjoy sitting down and reading a book and looking at the water and those kind of things – I enjoy looking at things and, and finding solutions, finding different opportunities that are out there, um, finding different ways to do something that may improve a business, may improve somebody's life, something like that. So I don't know. It's just fun for me. It's just what I enjoy doing. Okay. So how do we, so how do we make it work? Right. And that's just a, that's just kind of a tease for vacation, but we're talking about, two different personality types. Maybe we just go with that. So yeah. mm-hmm. Carrie, how would you describe your personality type so we can kind of understand maybe the contrast? I am pretty laid back um, as far as being able to enjoy myself or relax for a day. Um, I'm also a perfectionist that likes things done only my way because my way is the right way. Mm-hmm. Um I'd say the most difficult times we've had, we worked together. I worked for him for years. Um, I'm a very hard worker. I'm a good worker, I think, because I strive for perfection in what I do. Um, But that also means that although it's his business, I have ideas that I think are better than his. And so that's where – Sometimes we would butt heads a little. Um, So how do you? So how how do you manage that? How do you work through that? Because you're not the only people that work together in in maybe a business capacity. And I so and the reality of it is is we still work together Mm -hmm. on a lot of the things that we do. I think it was a balance between the both of us, though. To be honest with you, I think number one, it was me realizing that um, she doesn't think. She made, she doesn't think her idea is better. That's not it at all. Okay. And I think that's sometimes the way that I looked at that was she was like, her she was like, my idea is, my idea is better. <laughs> but the reality of it was, is yes, her idea may have been better, but sometimes it was, it was more about the approach than anything because as husband and wife, it wasn't like, employee coming to you and saying, hey, I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. You know, if they would come to you and say, hey, I've got an idea, it's going to go totally different. 
Agreed. She would just come in. She would come in and say, this is dumb. What are we doing? This is what we need to be doing. And she'd turn around and walk off. <laughs> and I'd be like, what just happened? So, you know what I mean? Here, so it was learning that balance. Here, here's the irony in all of this. So most most people that I know that have our personality, yeah. very driven, want to get stuff done, would rather people be direct. Sure. Come in, be direct, say what you mean, mean what you say, right? So that right. We, so we can get things done. Right. And then when our spouses do that, they do yeah. exactly what we want. Be direct. Yep. But we're like, wait a second. You're too direct. Exactly. You just came in, told me the idea sucked, gave me a better idea, walked out of the room. And with any other person, not that, not that we would want them to say it like that, but with any other person, we'd be like, oh, finally, you're being yeah. direct. You're not wasting my time, but it's just, it's weird how we look at that. But let me, let's talk about working together with a spouse because I do think there's something about when you have that relational proximity, you can say things or feel like you can say things without going through what a normal chain of command would entail. Sure. So how much of that is good? How much of that is bad? Because I've been in the same situation with Vanessa when we work together where I don't want that dynamic where she's just an employee. She doesn't want that dynamic, but, but how do you balance that? Because it is different. You know, I think it all depends on your mindset going into it. You know, a lot of times when, when situations like that may arise, I may be doing about 16, 17 different things at once. And I don't take the time. If, if, let me put it this way. A, an employee that works for me that may come in and say, Hey, I've got, I've got something I want to go over with you. I'm going to stop everything that I'm doing and I'm going to turn around and I'm going to look at them and I'm going to say, okay, what's going on? If she comes in, I don't stop a thing mm-hmm. because she's wife and she gives me grace and, 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 and all of these things. So I think it was when I did a much better job of, of stopping and listening and trying to understand um, that I got a little bit better at that. I'm, I'm still not good at it, to be progress. honest with you. It mm-hmm. is a work in progress, so I'm still not good at it. But I think a lot of times I just – I took advantage of the fact of, of who she was. Yes. You know what I mean? I took advantage of the fact that she's wife and she's she, – you know, I, I've got stuff to do and I wasn't paying full attention to a lot of the things that she was saying and those, and those things. So, you know, that – created some difficulties at times. So, I think on, yeah, on, I hear your perspective yeah on so that. another thing I think of is you would kind of push me off and, Hey, we've got time to talk about this later. Yeah. So then we would get home and my work life shuts off, mm-hmm. but his does not. And he wants to talk business all night. Okay. You came to me earlier and we were talking about this and I'm like, we'll do it tomorrow at the office. Like let's have a family night, you know? <laughs> So it's it's a difficult balance sometimes. I'm glad I've never I'm just glad I've never done that. I mean yeah, that for I've sure. never taken work home. But but I think you're <laughs> right because Chad, one of the things that people with a personality similar to ours, we're always working in our mind. I mean, there is a five o'clock that that doesn't matter. That's an arbitrary number, right? Mm-hmm. All that means is I'm I'm getting close to dinner if I'm getting hungry. But what we do have to guard that with is because our minds are always working right. one. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. That That's a separate probably topic for another day about rest. We have talked about that before, but that doesn't mean everybody else is. And I know the same is true with my wife. Like there's times where, yeah, let's talk about business or work or whatever. But then there's times where she's like, Hey, we're, 
we're we're just with the family. We're going to eat dinner. Right. Why why then? And I've taken for granted maybe the same thing you took for granted. Well, I can talk to you later because you're going to be here. Right. But that's not really honoring the the role in the relationship. Mm-hmm. So sure. so what I'm hearing though is both both of you then have to work at maybe Carrie, you not taking for granted how easy it is to walk into Chad's office. He's not going to kick you out and throw out an idea. He might. Maybe that's not (laughs) – he's going to do that once. Yeah. He's going to make that mistake once. Uh, But, but, you know, it's just finding the balance, right, where you're not taking that for granted. But then you also have to understand you can't take for granted that, well, I'll talk to you when it's convenient. For me, even if that's not during the work hours. Yeah. It's it's a difficult balance. And I think over the years, we have gotten much better at it. Um, yes. It's not perfect, though, Bobby, to be honest with you. And I, and I don't know if it ever will be. Um, we do a really good job, though, at at balancing this. And, and I think, what is this now, 12, 13 years we've been working together now? Mm-hmm. 13 years. Um, and the first five, six may have been a little rocky. To be honest with you, I only we, quit a few times. Yeah, we were trying to figure it out. We were trying to figure, okay, how does this even work? I mean, what does this even look how like? How many times has Carrie been rehired? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, but you mentioned earlier grace, and I think mm-hmm. whether you're working together or whether you're just working on the relationship together, that's going to be one of the key things because we are all wired different. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, interestingly, and he and his wife are wired very much the same. Yeah. And because I don't have that with Vanessa, Vanessa, again, much like you, we've mm-hmm. talked about that very laid back. She's an introvert. Mm-hmm. She recharges by being away from people. Right. That's her yeah. recharge for me as more of an extrovert. I recharge more being with people. So maybe the I- ideal time for me is, Hey, let's get a bunch of people together and go play pickleball. Yeah. Right. Right. For her, it might be, how about you let me sit at home, read a book and chill. Right. Vacation, same thing. So, but this, this couple was different. I was talking to him yesterday. I said, well, tell me what that's like. Cause I'm used to opposites. Like how do we work together? But you're saying both of your personalities are, I mean, pretty much the same. Here's what's interesting. Same challenges exist. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter if you're opposite or if you're very similar because though you're similar, you still have a certain way you want things done. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in their case, they both had separate priorities and it's which priority is the priority mm-hmm. right. as they're running in two different directions. So, so I guess for those listening, it doesn't really matter if your personality is the same or opposite. We're different as right. individuals mm-hmm. and no person's the same. So therefore, you're going to probably bump into the wall – from time to time, and that's where yeah. grace, grace has to to come in, kick in. And and I I would agree with you totally on that. And I would also say that as a team, you know, Carrie and I are are really good as a team. I, I agree. Mean, we are we are really good um, at work together, um, even though it might appear sometimes that we may not be. I wouldn't pick anybody else to have on my team. We're really good together. I think part um, of it's because I know what you're thinking. You know what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know you can hand me something and not give me a million details, and I'm still going to get it done the way you wanted. Yeah. Well, and I and I don't have to. You know, a lot of times, Bobby, when you're leading people, you feel like you have to be a certain way. You feel like you know you have to deliver a message a certain way, and to make sure that it's received well. With her, I can just say, 
hey, this is what I need. Get this done. I need it done by this time. Let me know if you have questions. We'll see you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I think sometimes that can create issues, though. Okay, that can create issues because um, that can come across sometime from me as more of like a demand. You know what I mean? And she's a partner in life. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't come across as a demand. So I've I've really tried to had to work through some of those things to get better at it, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Well, then let's shift into that because I'd be really curious on, on how you guys manage this. Um, but, Chad, we've talked before when it comes to communication. Yeah. There's the right thing to say. There's the right time to say it. There's the right tone to say it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get those three right, the message is usually received. Yeah. Just get one of those wrong. Get the time wrong, say the wrong thing, or even the the wrong tone, and that message can change. Mm-hmm. The more of those you get wrong, the greater chance communication failure. And it kind of sounds like like when you say that, what I hear you say right now is, I trust her, mm-hmm. therefore I don't have to write out a script. I don't have to give her a lot of details. I know she's going to get it done. Right. But depending on how you say that, just change the tone. Yeah. And it comes across like a demand versus a request or yeah. – right? I mean the exact same right. thing with tone. So so let's talk about that. Are, are one of those areas or any of those areas problems you guys have had to work through? Sounds like maybe timing. Mm-hmm. All of those okay. are things that we've had to work Talk about through. any of those because yeah. I think those are real things that if you miss one – I know in my relationship, I miss one – I feel like I'm almost flipping the coin yeah. on whether the message is going to be – I missed two of those and it it's done. I think tone is huge for me um, and is. how – yeah, it is. I'm probably more emotional about the tone mm-hmm. because I am his wife mm-hmm. than I would be if I were just his employee. Mm-hmm. You and when know? we talk about tone, we're not talking about obvious tone yelling at somebody. Right. We're not talking about that. No. But for high – High capacity driven people like Chad and I, sometimes even the speed of our tone is short. It's right. Very short. Very. Yes. And we're doing that sometimes because we trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it comes across as if, hey, get this done and leave me alone. Right. Well, and in the later years of us working together, if a problem hits her desk, it's probably pretty big. At that point, you know, it, it it's reached a point and a level that I just needed to go away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I don't I don't need to deal with this anymore. I need this to go away. And sometimes my mood at that point can just be I'm just done with this. You know what I mean? And that is delivered in a message that I deliver to her, mm-hmm. you know, every time. So what I found myself doing and I'm not I'm definitely not perfect at it, Bobby, but I'm getting better. I'm a work in progress. Right. What I found myself doing is relaxing before I give this to her and for the most part trying to process, okay, this is what I've got to do. This is – we're going to get this off the plate. And that's helped a little bit, but I'm still not good at it to be honest with you. And it's and it's something that I continue to work on. Now, if you were to have Robin, our office manager, if you were to have her in here, for example, and the same – she would have a totally different perspective on it for the most part. I think sometimes even it's tough for her, but for the most part, 
her message is going to be received probably a little bit different that I deliver to her just because of who she is versus who Carrie is. I know Carrie's going to give me grace. Robin will give me grace for the most part too, but they've both learned how to push back on me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but that's where grace for granted can become the problem, right? Absolutely. You know someone's going to give you grace, then if you're not careful, tone all of a sudden, the intentionality that you would have with somebody else gets lost. Correct. But that person still deserves that, that same, really it's respect, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but going back to the timing. So the tone might be the issue for you, Chad, if you're like me, the time, oftentimes the timing Mm -hmm. of the conversation is where when Vanessa and I butt heads, sometimes it's her and the timing. And and we've worked through that a lot, but (laughs) you know, if I'm right in the middle of, of a certain thing, I'll give you all the time you need but I can't give it to you right now, right in this moment. Mm-hmm. And is that it? Well, it, it, I laugh because just recently you actually did a service with Vanessa. Um, you guys did a service online and talked about, you know, marital blisters, you know, yeah. is a series that we're in right now. And Which, I hold laugh. on, say the tagline is because you're, oh gosh, because <laughs> nobody else but me has been willing to say this. So I, <laughs> Sometimes they rub you right. Sometimes they rub you wrong. Which is true. Anybody <laughs> married knows that's a true statement, whether you oh, want to say goodness. it out loud or not. Yeah. And yeah, the blisters, sometimes they rub you wrong. But go ahead. Just a little plug for that. You so. know, on the timing side of things, um, you know, whether it be at work or whether it be at at home or dealing with the kids or something, um, anytime there, there is an issue that may come up between Carrie and I and, and you know, people who are married – you have issues, whether you want to admit that or not. Mm-hmm. If you're not admitting that, you probably that need to research that issue. a little bit. <laughs> That's a bigger issue. Yeah. I'm a fixer. And I just, let's let's fix this thing mm-hmm. and let's move on and let's go on. Mm-hmm. Carrie's, Carrie's not that way. Mm-hmm. She needs time to just sit back and chill. Vanessa, very mm-hmm. similar. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not ready to discuss this right now, whether it be an issue at work or whether it be an issue at home. I'm not ready to discuss this right now. You need to give me some time mm-hmm. and yeah. then we'll be able to talk about that. Well, for guys like you and I, it drives us insane. What? I can't fix this right now. So you guys sometimes... are super patient people, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just learning. There's an M in front of the patient. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just learning the timing of that. Well, and, and that's one thing that we've had to work through as well. And I think every relationship does is, are you asking me to fix it or are you asking me to feel it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And more often than not, she just asked me to feel it. That's right. She's telling me about her day. <laughs> yes. She just wants me to empathize, right? She's not asking me to fix it. And I'm like yeah. going into fix it mode, which then to her, I think that's an act of love, right? Yeah. But to her, it's like, well, you're not listening to me because mm-hmm. I never ask you to fix it. So we've actually sometimes had to start doing that. Hey, real quick. I'm just asking just so I know you want me to feel it. You want me to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. the flip side is there are times where she is asking me for help or to do something. But more often than not, my fix-it mode is not matching her feel-it mode, which yeah. creates good. issues. That's I, good. And, and I think that – I think sometimes, you know, uh, God understands some of the challenges that you and I have, and he puts things in place to make sure that we can try to work through those. For my things in place, he's put my wife and these two daughters, right? Because a lot of times they will come to me with things, and the – the thing that I want to do, I, I need to fix the problem. Right and, now. And Carrie has yeah. to tell me every once in a while, just listen. 
Yeah. Just yeah. listen. That's all you yeah. need to do. Yeah. And I, you know, even with Audrey, you know, Audrey is a Audrey is is one that needs to communicate things out, and she needs to talk to you, but she doesn't want your help. She's mm-hmm. going, and even if you gave her help, she probably wouldn't take it. Right. <laughs> it's her idea, mm-hmm. but she wants you to help help just listen to her as she vents out what she has going on. So. Yeah, well, it's interesting you mentioned that that series because another thing that, that came up in that, I think this plays into personality too, uh, is uh, Joy. One of our okay. team members uh, talked and spoke about the difference in expectations yes. and, and values. And the way she described it is the value is that, that thing within the expectation yeah. that's more important. But it can create an expectation and you get unmet expectations and unrealistic expectations and all this. But what's the real value? And after hearing that, Chad, one of the things I was thinking about is even in a relationship, you can either voice your values or vent your values. And sometimes I think we can take for granted the people yeah. closest to us, especially a spouse, and we can vent versus voice. Mm-hmm. And then they become the dumping ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're not venting values, but if we take the time to voice the values, even with frustration. So if I value you just listening to me, don't need you to fix anything. I just need to know that you know, <laughs> right. That you know what my day was. I feel and, like, it's, I feel like it's a broken record. I, I think I've heard this before. Well, right. I, that, I don't know how many times I've said, I don't need you to fix it. Right. That's yeah. not what I came That's to. Not I'm just having a conversation. Yeah. Is it hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention, Chad. We should tell you. So, but it, but it's one for me too, because it's very true. Like sometimes we add the expectation to the value. They yeah. just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And, and we're like, Oh, well, they expect me to. Uh, Probably not oftentimes. So I think even within couples, communicating that expectation. So here's where it goes the other way, though, is if the default is I just want you to listen, want you to hear it, want you to feel it, then it needs to be very clear when you want me to fix it. Because Mm -hmm. now if I shift to... I'm listening I'm and, and I'm not fixing it on, on the 10% of the time that Vanessa wants me to fix it, I need her to communicate. I, I need you to now help me. Now I need you to help me. Now I need you to do this. Yeah. Otherwise, again, it's an expectation that I don't understand. And, and really all this comes back to communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. comes back to communication. It does. Uh, so what – okay. As we start to wrap up, I'll just throw it out. Anything – else when it comes to this high achieving personality, how do you live with, work with, uh, give grace to anything else that comes to mind, uh, Carrie, that you want to share? Cause you're not the only person that has to live with someone like me and Chad, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you do it well and Chad's better for it. But any other advice for not just the people who have to live with them, but for, for us who have to be lived with, what can we do? better or understand more about the relationship to make it better so we're not always in achieving mode because that's not a healthy place to be. Yeah. And and I agree with that. On the flip side, we are where we are today because he has that personality, because he's always striving to be the best, because he's always got ideas to, you know, move on and move up and, you know, do things and it's it's all with the intention to better us, better our family. And I understand that that's how his brain works. 
it's also hard for me to accept that sometimes when in my mind I'm like, this, just slow down for a few minutes. Just mm-hmm. give me you and me face-to-face time, not mm-hmm. talking business, you know, Um and I think it's taken a while for us to get there, but I think that we do, we yeah. do very well. Um, he's on his phone a lot. He's always doing stuff. And sometimes I just have to say, put the phone down, mm-hmm. you know, look at me, mm-hmm. you know, spend time, um, because that's what I need. And I just have to be better at communicating that to him. And then he yeah. just has to slow down for a second to hear me. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah. It, it, and, and it's tough. But I, you know, like Carrie said, we have, we have gotten better. Mm-hmm. We're in no, in no means are we perfect at it. But you know what? I say that in things like this, I love striving for perfection as long as I get to do it with her. Right. As long as I get to she's by my side and she's working through this and, and those grace, that grace that she gives me mm-hmm. is not only a, a, a leader, but also as, as, a, as a father, as a, as a husband. Um, you know, the great thing about it is, 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 is she gives me the grace and, and she's willing to tell me the things that sometimes somebody else may not. Right. You know what That's I mean? True. And it just makes me better. It makes me yeah. it, not only a better leader, Bobby, but it makes me just a better person. Well, what I'm what I'm hearing is. So for those listeners out there, and it doesn't matter, it, this isn't a male-female yeah. dynamic. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about the difference in personality mm-hmm. right. that Carrie's not trying to change Chad because no. you don't want to change Chad. No. That that drive is what's got you and the family where you are, mm-hmm. but you do want the ability to challenge sure. Chad. Hey, put yes. your phone down. Yeah. Yes. Right now I want to talk. And so the the converse is you've got to be willing to be challenged. Absolutely. And while she's not trying to change you, maybe the word I would use is, but you are going to conform. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think of like if, if we had a big thing of Play-Doh right here, um, changing it would be saying, I don't want Play-Doh. I want something else. Right. Okay. Well, no, you get Play-Doh. That's, that's what you have. Conforming it though is, is molding it into something better or, or that, is usable. And I think that's where, when we allow ourselves to be conformed, that can be taken as a negative sometimes, mm-hmm. like don't conform. But I think there's a positive of, man, I do want to conform into the best husband, the best father, the best listener, the best leader that I can be. Mm-hmm. But that's me choosing to change. That's not right. somebody changing me. Um, but the challenge, if I can't be challenged, I'll never change. Yeah. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the final thing that I would say to that, Bobby, is as leaders sometimes, and I think this is this is probably really important that we understand, as leaders, we have to realize that there's a priority to this. And sometimes when it comes to family, when it comes to spouses, we have to realize that the priority of leadership, the priority of leading our businesses, man, it's got to be down the line a little bit. I mean, it just does. Because I don't know if I would be where I'm at today, number one, without without God, number two, without my wife, number three, without my kids, leadership comes four or five spots down the road. You know what I mean? Can you say it was always like that? No, mm-hmm. no, hundred percent. It wasn't always that way. And I've, and you and I have talked about this many a times, um, over the years as a leader, as you grow as a leader, like when you're a young leader, man, number one priority is how do I get to the top the quickest way possible? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that becomes your priority. And I think, um, experience, teaches us that maybe that's not the best route to go. 
Um, I think also things that happen in your life teach you that that's not the best route to go. But I, I think that as long as you've got your priorities straight as a, as a leader, you know, you can't help but win. Yeah. Right. You can't help but win. So. Well, and, and and that's what's interesting is you talk about that. Your personality didn't change. No. Your priorities did. They did. Exactly. But I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of that change, though, came from Carrie being able to challenge that. 110%. Yes. Right. And yeah. so maybe what I'm hearing is challenge the priorities, not the personality. Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. challenge somebody's personality. You don't want them to change that. I mean, you right. were attracted to them for that reason. Right. You're where you are because of that reason. But challenging the priorities, yeah. that's where that change, healthy change, mm-hmm. that conforming is going to take place, mm-hmm. right. which goes back to – so kind of as a recap because it all comes full circle to me, uh, the values, mm-hmm. the, the priorities, right? Challenge the, the the priorities, not the personality. Voice your values. Don't always just vent, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so – and then even in that, I think of the communication piece. There's a right time. <laughs> there's a right tone. There's a right thing to say. And, and when we get them wrong, let's just admit it and let's learn from it. Sure. But when we get them right, I think the message is usually received well, even when it's a message we don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Because of the trust and because of the foundation. So yeah. uh, this is super helpful. Uh, Carrie, I know you guys are getting ready to go on a trip. And so, uh, Chad, I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> nobody's asking you. Nobody's asking you to shut off the personality. <laughs> Nobody's going to make you pick up a a book and read it uh, outside of a book that you want to read. But let's not try to reinvent the system of the euro while you're over in Europe. Okay, (laughs) let's just do something else. But no, in all honesty, I hope you guys have a great trip. And uh, I think this has been helpful. And I know one of our goals in this is leadership because it's all about leadership. Leading yourself, leading your family leading with other people, mm-hmm. everything in life comes down to how are you leading? And this is an area that we all can grow in or hopefully will. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be back, what, next month? Next month. September um, school will be back September. in September. We're back in school. Where, in the, where did summer go? It always does it. At yeah. least it feels like it does. Yeah. <laughs> the older so, I get, the quicker it flies. So September is a big month for the Mitchell family. We, uh, Yes. We're going to marry off a daughter. So we are. Uh, that uh, that's exciting. So, you know, although school will be back in session, um, I can only imagine that Miss Mitchell is going to be doing some leadership the month of September. For all of us. <laughs> yes. And you just need to listen. Yes. And uh, do what she says. But uh, excited. We'll be back in September and we'll talk. Uh, you and I'll be back and we're going to dive into some more practical leadership. But uh, Carrie, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Thank and you, dear, for being with us. Thank you for being the best part of me. I love you. That's love right. You too, the better half, the other half on behalf of all of them. <laughs> thanks for watching or listening. We'll see you in September. See you then. Thanks for joining the Epic Leadership Podcast. Man, this is just fun for Bobby and I just to kind of talk back and forth and hopefully give you some good insights into some leadership as of a couple different industries. And if you've enjoyed it, we would love to have a good review. Uh, Give us a five-star rating if you can. Share it with some friends. If you didn't like it, then tune in again next time and we will try to do better. We'll see you next time, guys.